0: They'd come to Morganville, infiltrated stealthily, built their members until they were ready to fight, until they could sing their infinitely awful song that somehow, impossibly, was also beautiful and irresistible, to humans as well as to vamps. The strongest of Morganville's vampires had gone up against it and scored a few hits, but not without cost. Amelie, the Ice Queen ruler of the town, had been bitten, Without her, it was all going to get worse fast. Michael was still thrashing and making that terrible sound, and it came to her gradually that instead of cowering here while her brain caught up, she should go to him, help him. And then the lights brightened from dim to dazzling in the big carpeted room, and she saw her boyfriend, Shane Collins, standing in the doorway, looking first at her, then over at Michael, who was still desperately struggling against... nothing against his nightmare. Claire pulled in a deep breath, shut her eyes for a second, then made the okay sign to Shane. He nodded back and went to their friend's side. Michael was tangled up in the shredded remains of his sleeping bag, still flailing and, as far as Claire could tell, still dead asleep. Shane crouched down and, after a brief hesitation, reached out and put his hand on Michael's shoulder. Michael came awake instantly, Vampire speed. In one blurred second, he was sitting up, one hand wrapped around Shane's wrist, eyes open and blazing red, fangs down and catching the light on razor sharp points and edges. Shane didn't move, though he might have rocked back on his heels just a little. That was better than Claire could have done. She'd have fallen backward at the very least, and Michael would probably have broken her wrist. Not intentionally, but sorry didn't matter much when it came to shattered bones. Easy, Shane said in a low, calm voice. Easy, man, you're safe. You're safe now, it's over. Nobody's going to hurt you here. Michael froze. The red died down to embers in his eyes, and when he blinked it was gone, replaced by cool blue. He looked pale, but that was normal for him now. Claire saw his throat work as he swallowed, and then he shakily pulled in a breath and let go of Shane's wrist. God, he whispered and shook his head. Sorry, man, no drama, Shane said. Bad one, right? Michael didn't respond to that immediately. He was staring off in the middle distance. She didn't need to wonder what his nightmare had been about. It would have been about being trapped in the Morganville Civic Pool, anchored to the bottom under that murky, poisoned water, being fed upon by the drog drained slowly and alive by creatures that found vampires as delicious as candy. Creatures that were right now invading and taking everything they could, including every juicy vampire snack, straight to the bottom of whatever pool of filthy water they were hiding in. There were, Claire realized, still tiny red marks all over Michael's skin, like pinpricks, fading but not quite gone. He was healing slower than usual, or he'd been hurt far more seriously than it had seemed. Yeah, he finally said. I was dreaming I was still in the pool and... He didn't go on, but he didn't need to. Claire had been there, seen it. Shane had not only seen but felt it. He'd dived in unbelievably to save lives. Vampire lives, but lives all the same. The drug had attacked him too, and his skin had the reddish tint of broken capillaries to prove it. Claire had a vivid, flashback quality vision of the pool that insanely creepy underwater garden of trapped vampires, tied down, stunned and helpless as the drug sucked away their strength and life. It had been one of the worst, most horrifying things she'd ever seen. And it had also outraged her on a very deep, primal level. Nobody deserved that. Nobody. It was real bad. Shane nodded in agreement with Michael. And I wasn't in there nearly as long. You hang in there, Mikey. He reached out again and squeezed Michael's shoulder briefly, then rose to a standing position.